friend, and welcome to Becoming Aligned, the podcast with Lauren Ricks. I'm so excited and so honored you are here. This podcast is for you if you are an on-the-go mompreneur looking for a different way of doing life and business, a more God-centered way that feels aligned with how you want to show up in this season of life you are in right now. Because I see you, mama, hustling around the clock, burnt out, and missing out out on all the moments that you thought you would see because you can't let go of the hustle. There is a different way. And in this podcast, we will cover conversations about God and your faith, being an entrepreneur, all things mother, and out of the box thinking. I cannot wait to take you on this journey with me. All right. Okay. Welcome back to Becoming Aligned with me, Lauren. And today we have a guest and I'm doing another live coaching with her. I haven't done a live coaching here in a couple months and I've been craving, I've been craving them because I love being able to get on here and share with you guys like the behind the scenes of what it looks like to have like brainstorming with somebody. Because I think sometimes, and I can have Peyton share her experience too with coaching and like other experiences where we don't get that like back and forth personalized brainstorming when we get mm-hmm. into like self-paced courses or even like group coaching sometimes can feel very unpersonalized. Is that mm-hmm. a word? I don't know. Yeah. Um, when you get into like a huge group of people and it's just, even I've, even I've realized like getting into programs and courses that are live, but they're only held in Facebook. It's like, you still don't get that like audio brainstorming back and forth, which mm. I personally like that's, I love that kind of back and forth, whether it's like me with a mentor or me with my clients, because it's like, that's where you can like accelerate what mm. you're going through. Right. But versus like waiting for somebody to absolutely. Back, right. So Peyton, I'm going to have you share a little bit about like where you're at. Um, and we're just going to jump in and kind of like go back and forth. I'd also love for you to answer right off the bat too, like what your biggest thing is you want clarity on in this like next half hour with me. So definitely. So tell me a little bit about you. Like definitely you you're in business, right? So like you just go. Yes. So I've been in business for Um, about a year and a half with my coaching business. I have run several businesses before that. um, And coaching is unlike any other beast that I've ever dealt with um, as far as the social media stuff and the content creation and, you know, pricing your offers, putting all that stuff together. And I transitioned from financial services. So I was working in financial services with my husband. We were helping people with their money, but we weren't feeling in integrity because we weren't doing anything with our own money. Right. We were, you know, kind of teaching people all these skills and not using them ourselves. So that started my money mindset journey. And from then it kind of just morphed and changed and unraveled until I ended up here coaching other people through some of the same things that I worked through when I was starting my business, when I was trying to make more money in my business, all of those things. And what I'm really finding as far as the industry that I'm in is it's kind of unique, right? Because there is a very fine line between people who are having money mindset struggles who will pay for help versus people who are having money mindset struggles who are stuck in victimhood and want to stay there. 
Right. So that's what I'm coming up against. That's where I feel like I'm challenged in my business right now is my message has shifted so much throughout the time that I've been in the coaching industry. And that's just because I'm finding, you know, I'm finding my sweet spot essentially. So I am just at this place where I'm kind of up leveling my ideal client. I'm kind of beginning to speak more to the person who, yes, is still feeling a little bit of scarcity, but they're more towards like moving forward. Like they want to take action. They want to feel better about money. They want to make more money. They want to hold more money and they're willing to pay for that. So as I up level this ideal client, I'm also trying to kind of rework my offers so that they are suited for that person. And the ideal client that I'm working with now that I'm designing an offer for essentially is the person who has been in business for a while. So they've overcome the money mindset issues as far as maybe not even money mindset, but they've overcome the mindset issues as far as like, can I even do this? Is this even possible for me? Like, can I even be a business owner? Like they've moved past that. And now they're to the point where like, okay, I'm running my business. I've kind of replaced my job. I'm doing all the things. I'm scared shitless to invest in a team. I am scared to raise my prices. So a bunch of that fear and scarcity is coming up because the money is getting bigger, right? So it's that uncomfortable feeling where like you're handling more money, you're holding more money, you're making higher level decisions. And so that's kind of where I'm at. If that all right. makes sense to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have a couple questions. Um, yeah. um, what would you say it is within your business that you do? Right. So like you said money mindset a lot. You said, you know, before you started your business, you did financial service services. Mm -hmm. What would you say like right now? Who do you? I'm sorry. Like, I completely how did you skipped help? over that. <laughs> I just skipped over that part completely. Right. Will you like explain that to me a little bit? Yeah, I, I, I know, but over that, huh? so right now um, I am considering myself a money mindset mentor, and that is specifically helping people change the relationship and the beliefs that they have around money so that they can make these higher level decisions so that they can move forward when it comes to increasing their income, breaking through income plateaus. Um, and a lot of it right now is centered around pricing. That's a lot of the things that I see uh, people struggling with is setting their own prices and feeling comfortable raising their prices. Gotcha. So the person you really want to work with is that entrepreneur who is like past the, I want to start a business to make money mm -hmm. person. They're like, I'm making good money with my business, but now I'm like, I'm feeling the up level, but I have no mm -hmm. idea what to do with the money. Or even would you say like, and we've heard this. I mean, you've probably heard this too, where it's like, you make more money, you spend more money. Like mm -hmm. that entrepreneur who it's like, I want to get out of this, this cycle of like, spend more, make more kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And even, I even think like there's such a market. I feel like the money mindset, like I'm using quotes, money mindset. Um, What's the word? Like niche like the whole niche. industry yeah yeah I feel like there's a lot of people who are like oh I'm a money mindset person mm -hmm. um and what if it was something more of like a money relationship person mm -hmm. you know like you're helping them with their relationship with money 
and that can that can piece like mindset right that can piece like um doing those up levels but I feel like mindset makes it feel like it's they only can come to you if they're having like mindset issues with money mm-hmm. and maybe that's where like that little disconnect could be there mm-hmm. where it's like you're trying to attract like these higher level people not higher level right. that sounds bad but you know like entrepreneurs who are making more money in their business but they don't necessarily think I need a mindset a money mindset coach I need right. somebody to help me shift my relation my relationship with money or I need somebody to help me um create habits with my money that are going to help me like up level right. versus somebody mm-hmm. who maybe is just starting and they're like I need money mindset help mm-hmm. like my my mindset towards my money is like scarce and whatever you know so that could even just be like a little shift in what you quote call, unquote, call yourself yeah. yeah um yeah. and then what with that a little bit yeah um what are your current offers right now that you have so as of this current moment in time none <laughs> I have kind of like scratched it and I don't necessarily want to start from scratch I do have an offer that I love that is called mind over money and it's centered around emotional regulation so that when you start to feel all of those you know feelings that come up when you start to pick that fight with your husband when you start to back out of that investment that you want to make when you start to, you know, realize you need to raise your prices, but you're so worried about the rejection. So regulating your emotions around that so that then you can reframe the belief that is driving this action, because it's really all about your deep beliefs, right? It's all about the things that were instilled in childhood that make you think that you can't make more money unless you work super, super hard. So would you say that offer is for, cause I, I even think that's a great offer for these like entrepreneurs who are making money, right? It's mm-hmm. not necessarily you're like, well, anybody, I don't even want to like say like, oh, if you're not making money, you can't do this, right? That's the it's problem like- that I'm running up against. The same thing that you're like, wheels are turning on right now is the same thing that I've been working with. It's like, there is not really an income level or a price point that you can put on these issues. You know, there are people who are brand new in their business who haven't made a dime that are struggling with these feelings. And there are people that are out there making 100K that are making six figures and beyond that are still feeling scarcity, that are still feeling like, okay, yes, I'm making all this money, but what if I lose it? What if it's a fluke? What if I can't recreate it? How can I spend? I don't want to spend it. I want to hold on to all of it. So that's where I come up with part of these issues as like being as very specific on who this offer is for is because I'm thinking the same thing. Like it it fluctuates, like it's not necessarily based on your income. Right. So what if we took what they make off the table? Like what if we took money off the table and we just like, it doesn't like, we're not even looking at what people are making. We're looking at the mindset that they currently have. So somebody, yeah. Versus like, Oh, this person's brand new in their business. This isn't going to serve them, but it totally can serve them. It's really going to be at like, where are they at with their mindset with money? Mm -hmm. And that's going to kind of fluctuate for you. Cause like you said, you don't want to have your, what you're creating isn't necessarily for the person who's like, 
stuck in scarcity, stuck in not wanting to move, stuck in not wanting to make investments. Like the person you're talking to is the person who is ready to move. And I wonder Mm -hmm. even if changing your language in your content, and I haven't gone, I I didn't want to go and like creep everything because I wanted to come in here like as blind as I could. And so if you're doing this for your content, like you can let me know, but even like shifting and speaking towards that characteristic of like, you've done all this stuff in the past and nothing's budged and you're Mm -hmm. ready to move here. Or um, even speaking something I've been doing more in my, and even my content is like speaking more towards like what they want, right? What is your person Mm -hmm. who is going to go through this? Like, what is she wanting out of this? What is she wanting out of having a relationship with her money that like serves her and like, up levels her like maybe even like speaking like that language versus speaking the opposite of like where they're at if that makes sense but more so like absolutely what she wants because that's Mm going to be a different person right like the person who already has the mindset stuff kind of figured out Mm -hmm. she's going to want something different than somebody who is like I'm just struggling with like scarcity and thinking everything is going to go away right yeah, definitely. I think that <laughs> there's such a fine line because like some of that I have been saying, you know, some of those things I do say, um, I think that, like you said, moving away from the pain points and moving more towards like the transformation, that's something that I'm actually working on a lot in my content because my ideal client, she wants the financial freedom. She just doesn't want it at the expense of her family or all of her free time. She doesn't want it at the expense of having to be functioning like an executive all the time. You know, like she wants the financial freedom and still being able to be home. Right. So I wonder if you could even like, and I don't know if you do this, but like even explain what does that financial freedom look like for her? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when you go through my mentoring, whether it's like one-on-one or your program, what is it that they will receive on the other end? That's like the financial freedom, right? Cause it, it might not be necessarily like an amount of money, <laughs> an amount of money. Yeah. Exactly. Cause that's what I think about when I think about like financial freedom, I think of like, Oh, I'm going to be making millions of dollars, but that's yeah. not necessarily it. It's more of like the, the money mindset freedom, right? their relationship is going to shift with it. So I wonder if like speaking more on that versus like mindset will give you a different, like different people coming through. Absolutely. And that's what I am, I think challenged by right now is pinpointing the people that are coming through, you know, like who's, who's resonating with what I've got out there right now, because I went through, a while back, I went through talking more, like shifting my message into more of like manifestation and abundance and things like that. And I noticed that's attracting a lot of more like the spiritual entrepreneurs. And I feel like there's a fine line with that too, with like the manifestation, the spirituality and the like, and I think that's where you kind of have to decide too, is like, do you want to teach people like habits and like things they can tangibly do with their money to like shift their relationship with money? Or do you want to be on the other side of like, 
the manifestation, what you think you attract, like that kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, you can do both, right? But I wonder yeah. if like figuring out, oh, and it could be as simple as this too. I was in a, I was in a training, was it last week or two weeks ago? And I was, um, um, and he had said like, ask, just ask. So like, even if you have maybe people that you can, whether it's like followers that really engage with you or like people in like your war market, or maybe if you have a Facebook group or somewhere where you can like ask, what is it that they want even, mm -hmm. or even like in some of these like entrepreneur groups we're in, like start asking like some market research questions of like, if you're at this level in your business and this is what your mindset and this is what you're thinking, what is it that you're looking for? Right. Cause maybe it's like, this is where, where I got stuck for so long was like, I was just creating things I thought people wanted and mm -hmm. they just kept falling flat because it's not really what they wanted. And then as yes. soon as I like started asking people, like I did you last week and I did that even just last week in the, the answers I got were like, my mind was like blown because I was like, I didn't even think about doing something like this. And I like just put something together that I was like, this is so much better than what I've been trying to think that right. people want. Right. right. Um, but totally. then, yeah. But then also it comes back to like making sure what your people are saying they want fits into where you are. Right. Cause yeah. we can, we can sit like, create things that everybody else is saying, but then we have mm -hmm. to make sure we come back and be like, okay, does this fit into my life right now? Like Absolutely. if I did one-on-one -on -one experience, does it fit to have 10 one-on-one -on -one experiences with me each, right? Like doing one-on-one -on -one calls mm -hmm. every single day. Does that fit into my life? <laughs> no. Okay. So that's not going to work. How else right. can I shift that? Right. Um, and I think that piece is often missed, especially as moms, because we see like, oh, everybody's doing it this way. Absolutely. And I can do it that way, but they have help with their kids all day and I don't. Right. So it's like right. making sure that that fits in there. So I did write down another question that I skipped over, but I wanted to ask you is what, like thinking about, let's say if you didn't have to worry about like, like clients were coming in, right. You had people coming in, you weren't worried about like making money. Mm -hmm. What what kind of offer would you love to create? Like, what would be your thing where you're like, man, if this would be it, this is what I'd want to yeah. create. And people were coming to it. What would that look like? So I went down that road with the offer that I created that I was telling you about the mind over money. It's structured um, for 90 days or six months. They have an either or. And then it is Voxer coaching in a group setting. Whenever you want, Monday through Friday, you know, sometimes I work on Saturday too. And then a once a month mastermind style call. So that's something that felt really good to me. I love to coach over Voxer. I do not like to sit down on calls one-to-one, -one, mainly because of the time, you know, mainly because of like the scheduling conflicts that it causes in my house. Um, so coaching over Voxer is just, it's easy for me. I can pop it in there at any time. I can service people when they're going through that spiral. I can help people when they're having those things come up and they do need to emotionally regulate. So that's what I would love to do, but I have not had as much good feedback and as far as the Voxer coaching as I thought I would. It seems honestly like people aren't really noticing it. Um, it's not that I've had good or bad feedback. It's that I've had none. I wonder if too... It could be where it's like, maybe they don't know they need the Voxer 
mentoring, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, I don't know, sometimes people don't know how valuable that is until you get Absolutely. into it. And then you're like, oh my gosh, how have I been living without this, right? So I wonder if a couple things came up of what if you did like audio, I wrote down audio pod drops. So like, what if it was something where it was like they had you in their ear and I don't know, you could do this on like a podcast if you wanted to, like a private podcast or even just like, what if you, oh, okay, this is coming through and I don't know how this is going to work, but I'm going to just say it out. Um, what if it was like in Voxer, but you already had like the audios in there, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, you went in there, you recorded the audio in Voxer and it was like 10, 15 minutes, whatever, five minutes, whatever. And it was of this topic and it was saved. I wonder, I don't know if you can save in, in Voxer, but maybe you can in Telegram. So that would be something to look at is if you can like pin things to the mm-hmm. top in Voxer. I don't know if you can. Um but then people could come and go through it whenever. And if they wanted to ask questions, they could, but like the content you already created was already in there. So it like lived in there. Um, so that was something, yeah, I've never even thought of doing something like that. So I don't know where that came from. I have considered um, like, maybe it's the group aspect too. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there is an aspect to, you know, doing the boxer program where it's one-on-one boxer and then we have a group style mastermind because I'm thinking that, you know, a lot of times people it's private are really closed up about money. They don't really want to talk about things. Like if you've had a really financially, you know, traumatic divorce, like you might not want to divulge that in a group of people. And I get that. So that is something that I've considered too, is, is, is shifting that a little bit so that it is one-on-one. And I think that once people understand why I do the Voxer coaching, I think that I just need to like implement more of that into my content, because I think once people understand that, they'll really see the value in it because it really gives you time to like marinate on yeah. things. Like if you come at me with like some crazy, you know, money belief, and then I, you know, come back to you, then, then you have a minute to kind of sit there and take that in Mm -hmm. and absorb that versus just spitting back out the same thing that you always say, because we're face-to-face. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And that's the same reason I love boxer mentoring Mm -hmm. (laughs) is like, it gives you a minute and it gives you like real time, right? Like your Mm -hmm. clients will able to be they will be able to be in the moment of something and be able to vote for you and be like, this is what's going on. And you can come and answer them when you get to it. Exactly. Um, that's a huge reason why I do box mentoring Cause I feel like so much can be missed week to like week exactly. to week. Right. Like I had a breakdown but, last week, but I'm over it now that we're on our group call, you know, right. like I want to be with you like in the spiral. Right. You know? Right. Right. So then that though also brings up something of like, that person you want to help are they at a place where like they have all the tools and things that they need to get through those spirals and maybe they don't necessarily see that they need you for those spirals right Right. and they maybe need you more for like tell me what to do with my money now that I have Mm -hmm. an overflow of it coming in what do I do with it now so I wonder if maybe even gaining clear clarity on that piece of like 
do you want to help them with the mindset piece or do you want to help them like now that they have money coming in, what are they doing with it? Because that, mm-hmm. that even is two different messages, right? Yeah, absolutely. And in the beginning of my coaching business, when I like transitioned out of financial services and into online, I was doing kind of a 50-50 split where I was helping people with the mindset struggles and then getting through to take action with their money. And like you said, that's two different messages. Like that is a lot of content, a lot of freebies, like a lot of stuff that would have to go out for people to understand. And that it was just too much. So that's when I kind of like honed in on the mindset. And I think that one of my own huge personal transformations was tackling avoidance. Like I struggled with a lot of avoidance around my money. So I do talk about that. But then again, if we're up level up leveling my ideal client, one thing that my ideal client is struggling with might be avoidance, but the main issue that they're having is that they're working nonstop, right? Like they've, they've gone out of this phase in their business where they're like getting clients and now they're like hustling 24 seven to keep it up. So they're afraid if they stop because they're afraid if they stop, the money will go away. And they're afraid that, you know, it's all going to be a fluke. They're afraid that they're not going to be able to keep it up. And they've kind of just replaced this job for themselves. Right. So So maybe, maybe you just constantly speak on that in the sense of like, what will working with you bring them mm -hmm. like after they work with you or while they're working with you, what will those like little results be? And you could be talking about that more because that, yeah, that makes Mm -hmm. so much sense. Like I honestly, like when I have a friend who's like that, we talked about that a ton, like a couple of years ago and she's like, I just. I'm scared that if I slow down or if I stop or if I rest, like everything's going to crumble. crumble. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, like, that's huge. Like that just gave me chills. Like that could be a huge thing. you that's and, that's, and that's one thing. And what could, it could be something where it's like, they come in for that. And then when they get in with you, they get the mindset and mm-hmm. they get the, the actual tactical things that they can do with their money to help them build that. Right. But they maybe don't even know that that's what they need. They're just stuck in. Mm. I don't know how to stop. Like, yeah, I know I need to stop and like rest, but I don't know how to stop this like spiral. Absolutely. I think you're onto something there because I think that I'm realizing something as we're talking. So (laughs) you have these ideas and you're like, okay, what about this? What about this? What about this? And my answer is like, Oh yeah, I do that. Oh yeah, I do that. And so I think that I am being specific enough in my pieces of content, but I think overall, like bird's eye view, I think I'm talking about too many things. Like I'm talking about the mindset struggles of pricing. I'm talking about the mindset struggles of replacing your job. I'm talking about the mindset struggles of the income plateaus and the income thermostats. And so I think that it's just, people are like, yes, we love that but it's not activating them. Right. Right. And I think really honing in on like one specific thing might change that a little bit. Right. And you're still talking about, you can still talk about those things. Right. It just might be maybe something you talk about more once they get into your community. Mm -hmm. Right. You like bring them in with this, like, are you, and Mm -hmm. I don't even think like, my gosh, like, okay, they're struggling with working nonstop. What's on the other side of that? Like what's on the other Mm -hmm. side of not working all the time? Like talk about those things because that's Mm -hmm. what she's going to be like, oh yeah, 
this girl gets me like this is yeah. this is what this is what I want and this is what I'm struggling with she can help me and then they get in and then you talk about okay let's talk about your mindset around pricing let's talk about your mindset around plateauing let's talk about this and that can right. all be done like within there it's almost like and this would be something that we don't have time to do today but something it'd be interesting to do is like look at your human design because something I recently learned with human design is like certain 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 centers and I don't know if you know much about human design but I need to do a podcast on this probably too um mean like deliver and sell different things so like if you have an open mind an open head center it means you want to deliver on something different than what you're selling if that makes sense mm -hmm. so like you're maybe selling um clarity on ideas but you're delivering something else oh, yeah. you know what I mean oh, so yeah. it's like That's something yeah something might be off there too where like you're trying to deliver what you should be selling or you're trying to sell what you should really be delivering mm -hmm. does that mm -hmm. make sense so it's, it's not really like I do. activating something that I do also is I consistently try I'm trying to like tell people what they need I'm like, okay, this is the belief that needs to change. This is what's going to change for you. But they're not at that point where they're receptive of it, right? Like they are, they are driven by, you know, the problem that they're experiencing right now. And I'm, I'm over here like, Hey, look, there's a simple fix. And so I think sometimes, you know, like you said, like things just don't mesh. It's like looking at that bird's eye view and like looking at all of these different pieces together and saying like, okay, the journey that my customer is coming on, does this make sense? And I think that's where the disconnect is, is like what I'm, the person that I'm talking to, what they think they're struggling with, what I know they're struggling with, and then what they think they want. And then what I want to give them. I think that's where right. the disconnect is. Right. And I wonder if you did, and I don't know if you've done like some good market research, but even just doing some market research and asking questions so you can mm -hmm. get like their verbiage, what they're struggling with and what they want to help them with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause you might look at it and be like, okay, they're struggling with this and they think they want this, but really they want this. Mm -hmm. So it's like, then you market to what they think they want and you deliver right. what it is they really want. Right. Mm -hmm. But we don't know that until we like really ask them, like we can think all, all day, like this is what they right. really need and want and what they're struggling with. But really they might be like saying something so different, but you're like, it's the same thing, but they're wording Absolutely. it totally different. And mm -hmm. that might be huge for just being like, okay, if I word it this way, people might start being like, oh my gosh, where has this girl been? And you're like, right. I've been here the whole I've time. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> just been, I'm just waiting on you. But it's here. Right. <laughs> um. So that could be something too. Um, I don't know anything else you want like to work on clarity wise. I know it's already been like 40 minutes, which <laughs> these go by so fast. I seriously could sit here like for hours and be like, okay, yeah, what? I, I'm the same way. Like the brainstorming is like when things really come through for me. Um, I think that I really am going to like hone in on that, hone in on that experience that we were talking about. And I think that the main thing that that person struggles with is how can I scale up my business and continue this journey without completely burning myself out? And that's because they won't raise their prices. They won't set boundaries and they won't hire a team. Mm -hmm. So those are like the three things 
that this ideal client like struggles with. And so I think that's my new content pillars. And now I think it's just really tweaking that offer and designing it until it really is just like irresistible. Yeah. And you know what you like, you didn't say anything about those. Like you said, scaling without burnout. And then what were your three pillars? You said, um, pricing, pricing, boundaries, a team and boundaries. None of those is money mindset. I know. Right. None of I those mean, so, but on the surface, on the surface, yeah, on the surface. Once they get in, that you can be like, yeah, we need to work on that's mindset right. around all of these. Yeah. But maybe that's what has been out of alignment is like mm-hmm. your person who is struggling with wanting to scale without burnout isn't thinking, I need money mindset help. She's exactly. thinking, I need help with boundaries. Yeah. I need a, yeah, I need somebody to help me figure out my pricing. I need somebody to help me with like when hiring a team and what that looks like so Mm -hmm. maybe yeah your content can be on that and you know deep down like when they get in we're going to be talking about money mindset because we're talking about prices we're talking about oh why don't you want to hire a team right there's mindset stuff there like there's so much is like mindset related right like absolutely we we know that you could go down I mean (laughs) yeah for sure but that might not be the thing that they think they me because they're like, I want to scale, but I'm scared because I don't want to burn myself out. Absolutely. That could be like a whole piece in itself. Mm-hmm. Whole week of content right there in itself. I know. And that's a different person, right? Because your person who wants to scale, she has a business that is at some point, right? She's not like a brand new thinking about starting a business. Right. She's already like, I got my business and now I want to scale, but I'm scared because exactly. I can't imagine doing more work. Right. That's her. Yeah. That's and then you want to, you <laughs> want to show her how to do that. Absolutely. That's so different. That's so different than like it what is. we started, what we started like full circle. I know. So it different is. than what we started with. <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting is like, I don't know the money mindset. Yes. It's a huge piece of it, but like, they need the money mindset to move forward with those decisions, right? Like the money mindset is what needs to change in order to raise your prices, in order to implement boundaries, in order to build a team, because what it all comes down to is fear, you know, scarcity, fear that the money's going to be gone, fear that you can't support a team, fear that people are going to reject you because of your prices or your boundaries. And so it comes down to money mindset, but then in the container, yes, we can actually take practical steps. Like I have a pricing formula. I have run a high-performing team of women and, you know, like had an amazing sales like store. And so there are practical things I can teach them. I think that I just don't want to, like the block for me this whole time is like, I don't want to become a business coach. I don't want to become just another person online who's saying I'm a business coach. And that's no shame to you no shame to you or anybody right. that's doing that. It's right. just, it doesn't feel like me. Right. You know, and, and it could be resistance on my own front. Like it could be a mindset thing that's happening inside of me too. But yeah, that's my journey right now. That's where I'm at. <laughs> and it's funny you say that. Cause I just recently, I was talking to my best friend this weekend actually. And I was like, would you call me like a business strategist? Mm-hmm. Because I would call myself like 
a creation creative or like a life alignment yeah. mentor or whatever. And she's like, yeah. Lauren, those are so fluffy. Nobody and like, knows no. what they're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, you are totally a business strategist because you're helping with cre- like the creation piece. And I'm like, but everybody says there's a bit like I don't want to just be another business coach and exactly same thing um so that might be something to look at but I feel like you're getting lost in being a money mindset coach yeah right like because that's maybe not what they're looking at and I wrote down too like the money mindset piece is the foundation for you Mm -hmm. right like when they come in it's like we're gonna first work on our money mindset that's like the foundation and you can do that through your your course regulation regu- what did you say regulating your emotions with money like that I feel like is your foundation like your foundational right. thing so is that a course though it's not a course it's not it's the boxer program mind over money right I wonder if you could make that into a course because that might be yeah, something I have where thought like- about doing a course before and I'd be totally down for that however there has been a block there because like you said, like I've been in that space where I'm creating from myself, right? I'm not creating from the feedback that I'm getting for others. And I'm so afraid that I'm going to put all this time into a course and then, you know, you don't get it's the not going to sell or either I yeah. sell it before I create it. And then I'm on a time crunch, like, you know, trying to get things out, trying to drip content. So right. I don't know. I don't know. I think I need to know more about what my person wants because what stopped me from doing a course also has been like the person that my, the the thing that my person struggles with is time, right? They want to scale back on their time while scaling up their income. And are you going to make time for a course? Are you going to sit down and do it? You know, you're exhausted at the end of the day. You've been putting out client fires. Are you going to sit down and do a course? Or do you need someone there that's like, hey, we need to focus on this. Right. Yeah. And that would be the Voxer part of it. And Mm -hmm. it might be starting with one-on-one Voxering, mentoring, maybe just to like get some clients under your belt to really like hear what they're struggling with. Because then you can Mm -hmm. take what they're telling you and being like, okay, this is what I need to speak on. Right. And then you can have that content, content, content piece there too. Right. But I think market research for sure. And then figuring out like, okay, what do they, what are they wanting? What are they searching for? Cause that person. Yeah, exactly. She's going to probably, yeah, she's going to want, and maybe that's maybe go into like some of these groups, like we're both in, right. And, and ask like, if you're, if you're, a if you're a coach, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to scale, but you're scared of burning out, or if you want to scale, what's stopping you? Or if you're like, what's a fear you, I don't even know if you want to fear. It's almost like you want them to, you want them to be at that point where it's like, I want to scale, but I'm scared. I'm going to hit burnout. Mm-hmm. What is it that you are looking for when it comes to a mentor or to help you get to that like scaling piece. Right. Right. Cause that might be exactly right. Where it's like, they're not, and they might not be looking for like group mentoring either. It's like, right. they want that, that person kind of like we talked about yeah. where we talked about, like, I felt like I was getting skipped over. Right. I think that's what you mm-hmm. said like earlier last week or something where it's like, yeah, I did group coaching and I felt like I was not being heard. And I think that person is like, I want to come in and I want like rapid fire 
to go through what I'm like going through. Yeah. And then to give me an action to go take four. And you get, you kind of get missed on that when you're in like big, huge groups. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. We literally went full circle on that. (laughs) Me too. I'm just like texting on my phone. No. Um, well, is there any, anything else you want to like touch on? Otherwise I want to respect your time. I know it's already been almost an hour. No, I don't think so. I really appreciate this. This was fun and eye-opening and maybe we can chat more about a podcast collab in the future. I am, I do have a podcast. It's, it's a slow, yeah, it's a slow thing burning right now, but, um, yeah, she's in the works. So maybe we can talk about some kind of collaboration on that. I would love that. I would love that. And I will link like your stuff down below. If anybody was like, Oh my gosh, I need help with everything they (laughs) talked about. I need her in my life right now. So I'll put your stuff down below. Um, and I'm sure you will be on here again or vice versa. And we will talk to you guys in the next one.